Hey, welcome to the Kindling Fire. My name is Troy Mangum. St. Ignatius said, the glory of God is man fully alive. Jesus said, it is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit. This podcast is here to bring God glory through you becoming fully alive and you bearing much fruit or having powerful results in your life. I believe you can use your unique gifts and talents to change the world. If you listen to this show and read our blogs, you will be inspired to take your own journey of faith to become a man or woman who is fully alive, making an impact in the world around you. I interview people that I think are awesome that are doing that today to inspire and to challenge you, you can do the same. Let's get rolling. Welcome to part two of Band of Brothers. You're going to hear some amazing testimonies in this episode. Uh, Check out the first episode as well. It it continues to be amazing episodes. What you're going to hear is if you're a man and you want to give and you really want to accelerate your growth, you really need to get a band of brothers uh, that will really go after God in an honest way and, and, and be honest with each other. And in that environment, you will explode in your growth. And these are testimonies of men that have been walking with the Band of Brothers for a year, and they have transformed. And that is our heart for you as well in your city, in your country. So listen all the way to the end, and you can hear about how we can help you start your Band of Brothers in your city. My name is Steve, and um, I guess I'll just start with a little bit of testimony first and weave it all together. So uh, I don't really remember the first 12 years of my life because it sucked so bad. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I put it in a compartment and I don't access it. Uh, my dad left when I was nine. And uh, somewhere in my teenage years, I made a vow that I would not be like him mm-hmm. to find out in Wild at Heart that you're not supposed to make vows because I actually worship that vow and not God. Mm. And so growing up pretty rough, we got significant uh, anger, anger issues. And this band of brothers has got me to realize that, uh, that the trigger for that is when I get disrespected. So you take all that and uh, early in my teenage years, uh, we were pretty poor. We were really poor. And uh, so I couldn't afford to drink or smoke pot. Uh, but I could afford a dollar for a hit of acid, and I'd go into bars and beat people up. A, because I enjoyed it and could do it. Gosh. And B, because when you take LSD, you think you can do anything. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so that you know led to uh, the last time I had sex with my girlfriend in high school. Must have gotten her pregnant because we broke up. Two months later, as so I'm joining the Army, because there was no jobs in 1974. She's like, when I came back from Detroit, she said, hey... I think I'm pregnant, take me to the place to find out we did. Got married four days later, and uh, I was not, I mean, I didn't have any model of what a man, husband, or father should be, And uh, but my vow not to be like my dad, so I always told my kids I loved you and I hugged them and stuff, but I was emotionally and verbally abusive. It was my way or the highway, you know, because everybody's looked at me I wasn't nothing when I first joined the Army. I was just a punk teenager. But as people met me, you know, in the Army, I spent 33 years in the Army, and I was the honor graduate of Special Forces training. I was the honor graduate of Ranger School. Uh, Ended up going to PA school and got a master's degree. And so superficially, the big pose that I I didn't realize I was posing 
But, you know, here's this highly thought of Green Beret Ranger dude, and he was a big fat pose. Because uh, deep inside, there was some, uh, I forget which one of you guys said, it might have been Brad, I think it was Brad, right at the beginning in the mill. We're all here because we're hungry. Mm-hmm. So I was hungry for something. I just didn't know what that was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so I went to that Wild Heart meeting, and Scott was like, man, this, this is cool. we got to find out what this is all about. And then going through the field guide, and I don't know how many weeks we were in it. And, yeah, for a while. Um, we were in it a while, and you guys, you guys had never been on an ODA. You know, ODAs, most ODAs only have 10 guys. They're supposed to have 12. Um, and uh, I was like, you know, this is like a band of brothers here. This is like a, a Special Forces ODA. The way we sit around and get each other's back is, like, if you'd have looked at our Facebook profiles, yeah. mm-hmm. there's no way we hang out with each other. You know? <laughs> we're just, we're too different. And... Uh, and that's what I think is so unique about this yeah. is the Holy Spirit took all these different personalities and mm-hmm. it's like, man, this is a brotherhood right here. Amen. And, that's, uh, that's and the people I described it to, I described it to the Guatemalan missionary. And he said, man, what you guys are doing, that's, that's called intimate discipleship. Mm-hmm. Yes. And mm-hmm. uh, like Richie had been in church all his life and I hadn't been in church all my life. And really I hadn't done anything in church. So I came to Church Alive in 2012. And I've gone to, on a lot of missions trips because my wife said, hey, let's go on a missions trip. And I said, well, I, I've been a lot of foreign countries. You know, I can go to any foreign country and, and survive. You guys, it'll, it'll be an opening, eye-opening struggle. So. Yeah. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened, except the, uh, I'd never encountered the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, I got like a throat punch from the Holy Spirit once in Guatemala and once in Austria on missions trips. And it's just like, overwhelming sensation like he, I just lost all my strength in my arms. I had to sit down and just like I couldn't mm. gather myself it was just like overwhelmed like praying for people and, mm. and then all of a sudden I just can't function for two three minutes I was like man that's that's weird I never felt like <laughs> <laughs> never felt nothing like that before you know so mm. and the, the the thing I get like I have zero fear now of sharing my testimony with people because amen I believe I can tell anybody about any horrible thing I've done in my past. I say, hey, but I can tell you that because I'm redeemed, mm-hmm. and I, I still make mistakes. Uh, made a couple, made a big one like three weeks ago, and but I am in the process of transforming, and I'll be transforming every day until I die. Yes. And uh, and part of it is to get men to understand you don't have to agree with Satan. Yeah, you know, we do stupid things and and. And maybe, you know, I was insecure forever. And now I don't have that same thing, you know. My biggest issue is, you know, people say things disrespectfully. My anger, and then, you know, Green Braves teach me how to hurt people. And then, so, mm-hmm. I have these thoughts on how I could twist their head off their shoulders <laughs> in seconds. And I really want to do it. Mm-hmm. And uh, you have a great desire to shut them up so I don't ever have to deal with that person ever again. But... I don't want to go to prison either, so... And it's not a very Christian thing to kill people that no, make you No, I don't mad. think the Holy Spirit wants to do that, so... I don't but think that's in the field manual. The, the, uh, the great thing is, in my transformation, those periods are... Both things are getting further and further apart, and I'm getting a better switch, like, hey, Holy... You know, I pray, say, hey, help me get that... If I get, disrespe- get ambushed and get disrespected, don't let me flip that circuit breaker and lose it mm. and say something stupid to my wife or anybody else. 
and uh, I firmly believe like our group is supposed to be leaders mm-hmm. and we're just supposed to spawn more groups like that. People want to join this group. Say, no, you can't join this. You got to get, you can get another one. Mm-hmm. We'll help you get another one. But you need 10 guys to go through that field manual together yeah. because there's, there's tough questions and mm-hmm. you got to kind of, the bond we have is because we sat there embracing the suck <laughs> at that table. Amen. Yeah. That's what it's true. And, uh, and then we got this band of brothers, and, and we'll, we'll die in the trenches for any of us. You know. <coughs> Satan, Satan, he knows he has lost the war, and he loses most battles against us, in my opinion. Mm. Amen. You know, the thing that... Uh, Talk about loving from your heart. You're yeah. you're, you're just <laughs> you're all about it, man. It's it's such an amazing. That was another. That's another great principle. And because I uh, have a little OCD, the thing I like about this, like I told Jeff that one, is the practical application. This isn't just a didactic, intellectual right. philosophy group. We're learning stuff to apply to our daily lives. Mm-hmm. To make us better men, better husbands, better fathers, like how to you know figure out. Hey, my wife is under attack, so I gotta I gotta get her back, even though she's saying some stuff that's really torquing me right now. But it's, Satan is attacking me through her. Satan's doing this. Satan, I gotta be a leader. You know, he, Satan. You know, in, in in this book, Waking the Dead, where you know spiritual warfare is real. Amen. And if you just you know, what I learned in Special Forces, try to simplify very complex tasks. So mm-hmm. it becomes very simplified when you just love everybody. Don't I don't have to judge anybody anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. supposed to. The Bible says I'm not supposed to judge. Mm-hmm. I'm just supposed to love people. And so it makes it really easy. And then let the Holy Spirit convict them. And, yeah. you know, love from the glory of our heart. Convince people we're transforming and... It is actually the number of people that approach us when we're just standing around the church talking is, man, you guys have got it going on. It's like, hey, that's, that's called love mm-hmm. and sharing. But you gotta, you got to connect with another man. you gotta, you actually got to open your mouth and talk. Yeah. Or at least come hang out until somebody like me puts David on the spot. Somebody's got Richie, somebody puts David on the spot and then we stare yeah. at him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we did to Brian too. The Jedi so. Yeah. So who's uh, so? Last question. Uh, who's got your six? Oh, the whole band of brothers. <laughs> the whole band of brothers got my yeah. And that, I mean, that's such a psychologically reassuring yes. thing. Like you can plow through life knowing your six is covered, mm-hmm. you're redeemed, and you're transforming. So you can just plow without any hesitation in your mind. Just keep plowing forward. I can still remember the first time. I didn't really know you, and I mean, I was scared. I mean, the way that you came in, eyes, eyes on fire, stuff like that. I mean, I, I'm speaking from the heart, and I'm just sitting there. Here's this big dude, and I'm like, all right, oh my gosh, what's going on? I just came from doing a one-year-old well baby exam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, he's, and then he's telling stories about, well, you know, fourth point of contact. I just had to, re- you know, it's just all this one of Stevisms. And then one night... <laughs> You were talking, and, and the Holy Spirit told me, you got to go give this man a hug and tell him you love him. Well, that was the thing, because my dad, my dad died never, I told you guys that in that second or third meeting. 
My dad never said I love you. Mm-hmm. It never it never gave him a hug. And yeah. I'm sitting there in the Holy Spirit. Yeah. I, now this is kind of me new at this, and I'm and I'm I didn't really know what to think of it because it was kind of new for me. And then one night I'm just like, you know what? I got to get a set. I got to just get over there and just you know give him a hug and tell him I love him. Mm. And uh, when I did, I was like, oh my god, he's going to rip my head off. <laughs> I, I mean, I was just sitting there. The en- I think that was the enemy telling me, but. Dude, from that point on, I'm Mr. Mello, huh? Yeah, yeah. Mr. Mello. Uh, but from that point on, I, I tell you, I noticed a change in you, and I and I think that that kind of helped. We all work. hugged him that night. We all hugged him. <laughs> no, actually, we yeah. like, it I was, was like we were all hugging you. you. Yeah, yeah. You were about. I kind of. I'm like. I said, forget about it. I said, I got to get a set. And Troy kind of looked at me kind of weird, and y'all look. What is he doing? I'm like. There's only about six of us there, though. Yeah. Yeah. And I, but yeah, I remember that was my moment yeah. that I like okay. to bring out. Yeah. Because <laughs> oh, yeah, and yeah, you were standing there, kind of like, okay, who is this bald dude giving me a hug? What's going on? Um, but I, I honestly think when I yeah. from that point yeah. on, from my Amen. viewpoint, I noticed a shift in you. And I don't. I'm not saying it. That was the Holy Spirit. It's not me. But mm-hmm. I'm just saying. I think. You saw that people generally accepted you for you, and you started, and then you got real with this, and I think, but yeah, the well, love, the love in your like heart. What Brad just said about, I was pretty animated sometimes if I kept meeting <laughs> angry about something with my wife, and uh, and she has now noticed, like, it's the practical, things I learned talking to you, so I get to apply it, because I'm a PA, so I get to talk to my patients about Loving and just transferring, quit judging people. It's too much work because that's what Satan wants us to do, help destroy people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm not nearly as angry. You know, it's all below the surface. So, and the Holy Spirit's like, hey, this, we're putting that behind you. Mm-hmm. you if Amen. you're redeemed, then you got to walk it out. you got to yeah. act redeemed. And, um, we're used to being problems. Now you bring praise. Yeah. I don't know if y'all noticed that. Yeah. He brings praise. Oh, man, oh, yeah. I talked to this couple. I talked to this guy. I talked to this yeah, guy. I talked to this guy. Yeah, bump into people. So. And, I mean, just even at your job. So God is, and, uh, you know, that's you're exciting. just, you are the light and the salt. And Amen. I, that's definitely the Lord. Oh, yeah. yeah. The Lord is awesome. Oh, yeah, I feel uh, what I used to accomplish on my own, with my own intellect and physical strength, now it's the Holy Spirit is just pouring into me. Uh, you know, because you, you're praying all, uh, 40, 45 minutes mm-hmm. about the word, and just, or worshiping, you know, like, we, we do a weapon of choices, either worship or prayer, mm-hmm. you know. Well, being a man that's 33 years of kick your butt, Amen. you know, trained to do that, I mean, I can, I see it, and I know it's got to be the Holy Spirit in your life, man. Oh, yeah. Even the way you talk with me sometimes, I'm like, this ain't normal, you know. But it is normal. That's the real Steve. It's the glory. Yes. But see, God used God's that years of training mm. to now he, you're a true warrior. Mm. You were a warrior. Now you're a true warrior. Wow. Yeah, that's yes. how it feels. Yeah. Too, so. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> so, yeah, so I missed a lot of the stuff you guys walked through with the whole Wild at Heart thing. I've been in the group, what, four months? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I came in right before the uh, four streams, right at the four streams yeah, right. part of the book. Um, We're doing Wild at Heart. Or, I'm sorry, yeah. uh, Waking the Dead. Yeah, yeah. and uh, but it has been encouraging for me, for sure, to see, one, when I first, from Jump Street, when I got there, week one, just to see, it was actually a little, little intimidating, actually, mm-hmm. to see how tight mm-hmm. you guys were. 
And that a quiet guy could also fit in. <laughs> right. Maybe almost as quiet as David. <laughs> <laughs> almost, man, not quiet. But uh, quiet. David, you make me feel good, brother. You put my confidence big time. Um, no, talking like this in front of a group is it's a stretch for me too. Yeah. Um, but I'm, it's getting better. It's getting easier. I'm finding my voice being around you guys. Mm. Yes, um, praise the Lord. And that's huge. Um, but yeah, well, I mean, that was one of the things I noticed right from the, the get-go was just how tight you guys were. And then as the weeks would go on, I could see that you guys had walked through some serious stuff together. And I'd love to go back through the, the Wild Heart book with some of you maybe. And because uh, I, I need some of that healing that comes out of that book, I we definitely need all the healing that comes out of both of the books. But like you said, Steve, that's like basic training, mm -hmm. and then this book is, you know, special ops. Yeah, special and uh, you guys have been very encouraging to me. I think from ha being around you guys, I feel like I have a support group. I. Uh, I know I haven't always reached out to it when I should have, but uh, um, I, I'm feeling like I'm on the verge of some long-term success now, being around yeah. you guys, yeah. being embedded yeah. with you guys. Um, yeah. I'm on the verge of some long-term breakthrough, lifetime breakthrough. Let's mm. let's just claim it. Yes, that's it. Lifetime breakthrough, and, uh, and part of that is finding my voice and. Not being over here in the corner, all quiet and. Mm. Um, but when you're in the corner, you didn't have the intelligence prep of the spiritual battlefield. Now you got a better understanding of what you're up against in your own life, and and with this band of brothers and how you can there's individual things you all of us can do techniques in our own marriages and life that gives you that voice and now you can step into the center of the room when you need to. Exactly. Let's right. see if I can try to do this. Richie! Yeah, baby. Richie. Um, <laughs> my name's Richie and um, to start off with, I've never, ever, I've been around church a long time and um, I know I'm saved. I know I was going to go to heaven if I die because of my belief. But what I did not realize was how hurt and wounded I was in my heart. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was deep, deep, deep than I ever could imagine. Um, through through y'all, I've learned that my, um, how the enemy has beat me down from a very, very early age. Um, come from a very successful family and some of the ways that I turned to won't, you know, it was definitely not the narrow path, it was the wide one. You know, and I believe God's <laughs> took me down in past to make me who I am today. But, um, you know, I did not realize how much hurt that I had in my heart until I started meeting with y'all a year ago. So that, and I, and I still fight for that day by day because the enemy wants to rip me right back to thinking I'm nothing. Yeah. And um, yeah, I've done it for agree. so long, it actually become a way of life. Yeah, I'd go to church on Sundays, no problem, sing, have fun, whatever. And 
go back to my regular old life, you know, so I never have experienced this type of freedom in my life, mm. you know, because, and it's kind of amazing because um, my wife wanted me to get plugged in with a group of men, and I'm like, you know what, deep down inside, I'm like, I need to be plugged in with some men, you know? And I've had accountability partners before. It didn't work. You know, usually cop become a strife thing between us. But um, I like what somebody said about, you know, this, this really ain't accountability. This is what we've been doing has been real, real, real. Realer than, I don't even know if that's a word. Yeah, we, we don't, don't judge. say it. Use it. And an accountability yeah. partner has to judge you. We don't we no. just love each other exactly. through whatever sin we do. Amen. So this has been the most um, growing year of my life, you know, the most growing year of my life within myself, within my own heart. Emotionally, spiritually, psychologically, all that, right? All of it. Yeah, all of it. And then some, probably. Same, yeah. Same here. Mm-hmm. But um, I'll never forget, I was down at the beach, and um, I was doing the study, and I kept going to the mirror and asked God, um, oh, yeah, yeah who do you think I am and what do you think of me? And, um, and he, he, he told me, he said, you're an overcomer. And looking back over my life, I've overcome, I'm supposed to be dead to start with, Amen. really. You know, I've been down some rough roads, and we probably all have. But he said, you're an overcomer, and I'll never forget it. So the only way I can be an overcomer is to be honest with other men. My view of Jesus, the way he sees me, is totally different than it ever has been in my whole life. Um, it's, that's, I don't know if it's sad or what, but to be around church and religious people as long as I have, and not even know how um, Jesus sees me is, is, is really kind of sad. But I'm learning through the Band of Brothers and readings that I do. Um, listen, before I met y'all, I couldn't read. I, I probably read one book in my whole life. You know, one book. And uh, I read somewhere where, I think it was, Readers or winners or something. <laughs> readers or leaders. Yeah, readers, readers, or leaders. readers or leaders. So um, I said, you know what? I can read. I had to start telling myself, I can read. I can read and I can remember. You know, and that's and that courage came directly from this group, really. So, you know, I read every morning now, you know. Awesome. And, you know, so hey, that's buddy. different. Now, I still struggle in areas, you know. I really do. I'm not going to sit up here and lie. It's a battle every day, but... I know who's fighting my battles now. The you thing know what? that I just the word mm. that keeps coming to mind when you speaking is squirmish. Mm. I have witnessed you overcome little battles. Ooh, yeah. Big battles, like with your dad. Yeah. And little battles. Yeah. Over and over, week by week mm. by week, and God's view of you is is accurate. Yeah. I've seen. I'm a test. I am a. I can testify. You have been through squirmishes where Satan's coming after you, something's not right at home, whatever it is, but you have fought mm. and you have overcome it. Amen. Amen. Day by day. Mm -hmm. And that's what I've learned from being with a um, group of guys that speak the truth. 
they tell the truth, you know, and I've never had that in my life. Nobody's ever spoke truth in me. My mom probably did more than anybody in my life. My dad, you know, he's just, and I understand the way that people grow up different, but he was never an encourager, you know, it was a whatever. You know, I'm not blaming it on him either, but that's, I know that the enemy took hold of me at a very, very early age to make me think I was nothing. And I'm tired of it, and I learned that through y'all. I really have. And and a group of men is serious, really. You know, Jesus says he come to heal the brokenhearted. That's strong. Yeah. That, that this gives me chills when I say that. I believe he is healing me day by day. I don't remember you talking very much in room 501 of the no. HM, but mm -hmm. when we first got to the mill, um, you, you were still quite timid, but man, the, and the word, it's a word we use frequently, transformation. The transformation that you have undergone in the last 52 weeks is phenomenal. Amen. Praise God. You can, mm -hmm. you can see, Amen. like you don't walk out like a bandy rooster with your chest poked out, but you have this air of confidence. Mm. Yes. When you walk into play, when you do stuff, you don't you don't agree with Satan anymore. Mm -hmm. Hey, dude, you can keep talking that trash. You'll get my attention a little bit, but I don't agree with it. Yeah. I'm a I'm a redeemed, transforming man, and I got a band of brothers. And so, you know, how about you get out of my face? Amen. Yeah. That's that's what I, that's how I look at you. It's real with that, that and that's true also because I I didn't do that prior to this. I just go stick my little tail up my butt and go lay down in bed and stay depressed all the time. I mean, that's I've been there too. And, and there's been times <laughs> when you've come in and kind of been like, well, you know, and you start kind of playing that old tape. And it's, it, yeah. none of us get to play the old tape very much. We, mm -hmm. we, I we, get, we get about, Steve we get about 10 seconds in and you're like, <laughs> that's not who you are. That's not what you're agreeing to. Yeah. You and we are here for you, mm. you know, and say, no, Amen. we're not coming in agreement with that crap against your life. Amen. And that's what, we're not letting mm. you do it either. Yeah. And Richie, yes, he keeps Lord. coming back to me. You have a good heart. Yeah. You have a good heart. Someone with a good heart. But you have good heart. It just has been hitting in my head the whole time. Yeah. And don't ever forget that. I remember that time, Steve. Um, you know, I just I had a problem with, and if I don't watch out, I'll slide back in. Not very very successful because I in I compare myself to well, mostly family and what I've been told. You know, most of my life. And um, Steve looked at me and said, "Well, how, why ain't you successful? You've been running a." whatever, a painting business for 15 years, ain't you? That's pretty darn successful right there. Mm -hmm. Man, I didn't say nothing, but that almost brought me to tears because I'd never, you know, it, it, I've never been lifted up, you know, like that. Yeah. I've never forgot that. And now when I start going down that trail, I just fight it off and say, boy, you are very successful. Amen. Yeah, you confess yeah. it. You hey, speak it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this group means the world. It would be a very <clears throat> successful way for Satan to attack you is to get you to think about comparing yourself to a different successful businessman in your family, a brother, your dad, whatever. Right. And you, uh, whatever it is, Psalms 139, you are uniquely made. You're mm -hmm. Richie. And Richie, like Jess said, you look. You know, the biggest transformation I see in you is that just that loving from the glory of your heart. Yes. Mm -hmm. 
when we talked about that that one night, loving from the glory of our heart. Yeah, you made up. I think Troy said transformation was the first time we heard that word that night, and you have. I mean, you you're living it. You're the epitome of that. Amen. Yes. And, uh, and I don't even remember saying that about you. You know, that was impressed. That impressed me. I'm like, man, dude, you're successful. How could you ever? How could you ever look in the mirror and not think that's what success mm -hmm. looks like? That's the way the enemy will work on me if they don't watch out. You know that? I'm smart enough. God's darn it. People like me. But the enemy will work on you. You, say, you know, I'm learning to fight every day with God's word, and I believe in iron sharpening iron and all that Amen. good stuff. So, Amen. Well, you're I'm sharp, glad. man. Yeah, you're and sharp. And successful. Yes. <laughs> and an overcomer. Amen. And an overcomer. Bring it on, Wolfie. Bring it, baby. Bring so, it. yeah, my name's Oki. All right. Um... What's interesting about this group, about a year ago, I think it was, well, we're in 2018, so 2017, I said, I told my wife, I said, I really want <coughs> friends, like true friends. So then the announcement came about, you know, Wild at Heart, and my wife said, oh, you should do that. It sounds like a lot of fun. I said, ah, sure, whatever. <laughs> I'll, never, I'll never forget I'll never forget Troy, not Troy, uh, Scott uh, Musgraves called me out and he said, oh, pass the buck, huh? And uh, right in there mixed when we were doing like 30, 30, 40 guys. And I was like, and I laughed it off, but inside that's, that's what it was. So when we started this thing, I am a, uh, I am a, um, excuse me, I was a walk all over. I had welcome tattooed on my back. Not literally, figuratively. And, uh, you know, I just... You're a big old doormat. Yeah, I was a doormat. And I was a yes man. And that was one of the things that was huge in this group is, like, I could be me. And I love Eldridge's, uh, and I'll butcher this. David, you can correct me. But <laughs> let, let, the weight of the, let the world feel the weight of you or something of that nature. And again, I'm butchering that. So, but that really hit home to me. And another another thing that hit home to me was the fact that, you know, Eldridge in Wild of Heart says that you know we're supposed to live an adventure. And I think at that time I was I've been probably married for nine years, and I made my wife the adventure. And that night I went home and I got up got up to the bed and I said, I said, honey. Will you forgive me for making you the adventure? Because you were never designed to be the adventure. And she looked at me and I said, because we're supposed to live an adventure together. I didn't lead in my family. I didn't lead. And I had a beautiful, I have a beautiful little girl and beautiful wife. I didn't lead. From that point on, as Brad said, we, a few months later, we sold our house. We bought a camper. We found some land, parked the camper next to it, courtesy of some of our friends. And three months later, we bought the land and started building the house. But why? The, because I began to dream again. God's made me a dreamer. I don't dream little dreams. I dream huge dreams. One of my favorite sayings I heard years ago is don't live and die, change the world. And I believe that either myself or my legacy will change the world. Come on. Yeah. And uh, Me, so, 
my wife and I have a huge heart for adoption, and God showed me this land seven years ago, and I, of course, in my human mind, never thought it would be possible, but when I started to dream again, all of a sudden, the guy decides to sail, mm. and uh, for no, no reason, I mean, no apparent reason. So, nonetheless, um, going through it, um, what I want to emphasize is this band of brothers is, is exactly that, a band of brothers. And when you take a sabbatical for whatever reason, it, it will detach you from the blessings that are in this group of guys. And I took a couple weeks sabbatical. We were moving. A lot of stuff going on. Everybody's moved. A lot of stuff. <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm getting to that. I'm getting to that. Then I started telling Just myself. Just to be clear. <laughs> then I started telling myself, oh, I've got this to do. I've got that to do. And it turned out to be eight weeks. Yeah. So anyways, we're going through the, the buy and the purchase of the land. And we're going through the appraisal part process and everything. And I know how much I have in the, in the bank and everything. And the appraiser came back. And the number that he came back with would, would completely wipe out my savings. Uh, and so... I came back to the Band of Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Under duress. Okay. And uh, like everybody has said tonight, there was no judgment. <clears throat> there was love. Yes. And they prayed and they banded together with me and my wife. And uh, that one evening I went out on the land and I said, you know what, God, you said this. And this is what you said you for us to do. And we've followed you, and we've obeyed. And now I just call it forth that this is going to be taken care of. The next day later, the bank orders another appraisal on their dime. And the appraisal, well, first of all, I'm just going to put it out there. The appraisal was $11,000 under what I needed to build the house and buy the land, which completely wiped out my savings. And I said that night, it was a very short prayer. And I said, God, you're going to do this. I believe you're going to do this, and in a week's time, it's going to be taken care of. And in exactly a week's time, it was taken care of. The new, new appraisal came back $14,000 over mm -hmm. what we needed. So God totally uh, stood there and, and, and jumped in. And, and created a scenario right. so that you would not be walked over. Correct. You had to fight for that. I had to fight for that. I, mean, I had... I oh, had yeah. I had to fight for that, and had it been a year earlier, I would have probably just paid the money. And see, if you remember, you, you were a complete doormat at the beginning. <laughs> yes. And then you were making, you were starting to make some good strides when that appraisal come in. Mm -hmm. So Satan's like, let me throw one last heat round mm -hmm. just to convince Oki he's still a doormat, and, mm -hmm. and you resisted it. Yeah, and, I and, fought. And, yeah, and that's fought. where like. And years ago, see, I've been in church all my life, too. My grandfather's a pastor. And uh, years ago, I heard a, a, a thing called PBM, and it's called pit bull mentality. And uh, it's a sales tactic. And, uh, but I've adopted that as, as one of the things that I do in my life is, is uh, I'm a pit bull. And I hold on to the promises of God and what God speaks and what he says. And... It's his timing, not mine, which is the fun part. But this group definitely 100% has, 
has changed my life and my family's life. And like many of you said, there's a struggle, there's a battle every day, but it's a different way we fight for it. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. Yeah, and the, that that is the awesome. unique thing is this group gives uh, <clears throat> the Holy Spirit all the credit because there's not a whole lot of skill set here. No. Just call it out. The Holy Spirit, man, we're we're formidable. That's true. Right. We are a group of formidable warriors. And we're ten guys that Satan don't want to mess with. When we're bound together and praying against something, you know, Satan hasn't beat us yet. Right. When we function as a band. Amen. Yeah. That is a good word. And there's honestly, like Brad was talking about the vision and purpose, I believe every single one of us have a vision and a purpose, no matter how young or old we are. And there's nothing that we can't do without God's God's help and direction. Like I said at the beginning, we want to help you. The way we can help you is you can email me at troy at thekindlingfire.com. Email me if you're anywhere in the world and you were wanting to you were wanting to build a band of brothers of your own. Uh, we recommend starting with Wild at Heart. Next stage would be Waking the Dead, an amazing book by John Eldridge. This will get you guys knitted together, hungry men, because so many men need a community, and you can be a part of starting one in your community. Email me at Troy at kindlingfire.com, thekindlingfire.com, and we'll figure out a way of, of ways that we can help you, things that we've learned or anything else we can help you. But the one thing we definitely can do, and this is what we do well, is pray. We have seen answers to prayer in each of our lives. We have seen answers to prayer in our church. We've seen answers to prayer, and we will pray for you, and we will believe together for you that God will bless you and bring a band of brothers around you so you can change your world in your homes, in your communities, in your cities. Let us be a part of it. God bless. Not all the band of brothers were able to be there during the recording, so I do want to give a shout-out to Matt, George, and Brian, who's been there since the beginning. God bless you, bros. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. I hope you were encouraged. If you would like more information about The Kindling Fire, just go to thekindlingfire.com. You know, the podcast is only one-fourth of all the cool stuff we've got going on. Uh, We have a seven-day devotional called Become a Sign and a Wonder. It's a video devotional that I send directly to your phone through Facebook Messenger. Uh, You can find out information about that at thekindlingfire.com slash wonder. Uh, Also, guests that come on the show are blogging every single week that I get to deliver directly to your inbox or through Facebook Messenger. Go to the website. You can find more information there and the blog. And the last thing we have is for entrepreneurs or anybody else that is starting something. uh, It's called the 30-Day Firestarter Challenge. Uh, There you'll get 30-second videos for 30 days of inspirational quotes and scriptures that will really help get your fire started as you are trying to create and start something um, in your life. Thank you so much and be awesome.